You're listening to A Thousand Words, where we finally give a photo what it deserves. Each week, we choose one photograph and discuss the backstory, the tools used, and most importantly, the creative process. We are talking about photography at this point, which leads me into um, this week's episode about (laughs) photography. (laughs) So, this week, the concept... Just to keep it from me being just like heavy breathing. Like in front of the microphone, you're like... Just the whole podcast to be like... (laughs) <laughs> gotta keep it together <laughs> oh, okay this we're week back. we're taking a trip down memory lane isn't that the road that you <laughs> you drove on to get <laughs> to your photograph this week ben yeah that's what i call it it's memory lane <laughs> it's a gas station in the middle of nowhere <laughs> so yeah a gas station. It reminds me of the best time in my life, my childhood. Your childhood. The, <laughs> Nothing bad happened. The, <laughs> the bright spots in your childhood. <laughs> of driving on a road next to an abandoned. <laughs> I thought this was in, in south. I thought this was south. Did you go north? To... It's north. Oh, it is north. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What? It was it like active when you. <laughs> when you used to drive by it or has it always just like been it's always been there it's like so it's in between um storm lake and spencer and my dad lives in spencer so we take that road quite a bit okay um and it's just a gas station that's just there it's like a just a, a little marker for like when i'm driving home from des moines to uh, Northwest Iowa. It's, okay, it's just one of those things that I always drive by, and a lot of the times I'll stop and uh, just get some, I don't know, sh- shitty gas station yeah. chicken strips or something like that. Oh, so it's like a. Uh, I thought I was thinking it was like a abandoned place or something like that. The motel that's right next to it, like right next door to it, is abandoned. Oh, okay, that makes more sense then. But the. Uh, um, the gas station's just like a it's a smaller truck stop so they have like four benches or uh booths yeah that people can just like sit and old eat. guys have chester's coffee. chester's chicken dude. if you know what chester's chicken is you've eaten truck stop dude chester's right <laughs> i haven't had their chicken but i've had their their wedges or yeah insane you know how they're you like can get a like third of a potato chicken gizzards <sighs> that sounds awful <laughs> I fucking I love them. I don't know. Gizzards? Yeah, dude. I love chicken gizzards. Damn. I've only had gizzards once when I was a child and it, I just remember it being very chewy. It is very chewy. It's oh. just like chewing on oh. cartilage, but it's <laughs> breaded cartilage. Uh, was that a mem mem you also had when you were a kid? I guess, yeah. I don't know, not really. <laughs> we didn't really eat it that much, but uh Yeah. It was just something that okay. I just remember it from like those any like Chester's chicken gas station, there's always like some like, they've obviously been sitting there for long because, like, oh, who yeah, the fuck, guys. 
That one on university. No. This bad. Hey, no. Go on with your testers. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. They've all, yeah. <laughs> I've so. always wanted to go in there and see what what it is, but me knowing what Chester's chicken is, it's... Yeah. It's, it's it's when you're down and out, and you're, like, you're hungry, but there's no restaurants around, but there's just, like, a truck stop nearby. Yeah. And you're just, like, it's either this or, like, eating one of those mini Godfather's pizzas. Like, how shitty do I want to feel? <laughs> how bad, how much worse do I want to make my feel? And how bad feel? do I not want Godfather's as a sponsor right now? <laughs> <laughs> I would take Chester's as a sponsor. If Chester's would be fine, but, yeah, fuck yeah. Godfather's. We could probably reach out to the one on <clears throat> university, and they would sponsor us. <laughs> You guys want to like we mentioned you yeah not in a good like, way but shout out you know sure like whatever 15 year old at the counter would give us like ten dollars <clears throat> yeah he probably doesn't give a shit he's like you can have as much of this shit as you want because i'm just gonna throw it out it's two days old yeah but yeah that uh that motel has always been there and i mean it's like like old cars mm-hmm. and uh and it's just, just abandoned old shit it's it's a um kind of a cliche i think to like mm-hmm. an abandoned motel it's just like when do you why do you think that would be a good photo idea you know yeah so i don't really take a lot of pictures of it but um <clears throat> yeah the photo i took is uh it's like a they have like one of those like um marquee Mm-hmm. signs that you wheel up with like the arrow on top you know yeah um obviously you know because we're all looking at this photo we're, we're right staring now. at now yeah. yeah um but it doesn't say anything on it on that side but on the mm-hmm. other side it says no trespassing i wish that the <laughs> like it was like on the flip yeah yeah so i could see it there's like a bush mm-hmm. on the other side that kind of blocks it so it kind of wasn't quite as i don't know why that signs on the side that's blocked by a bush <laughs> if you want to have it there but i just thought that was an interest like a cool it's just like a one of those marquee signs like mm-hmm. in the middle of fucking nowhere it yeah is. and it has nothing on it that's also like <clears throat> yeah yeah it's pretty cool. kind of the just like the weather that was yeah. going on <clears throat> um i just decided to uh take a trip from um, Des Moines back home and then like just like a two day thing and then just mm-hmm. like by myself um, I wanted to test um, this film that I have uh, the Kodak 2238 it's okay. like an ISO 25 Holy shit. film um, but I was shooting it at 12 and with it being so overcast I wanted to be able to also test my lens out <clears throat> further um wide open mm-hmm. so um i just thought i could get some dramatic moodier shots which mm-hmm. i think worked out yeah i mean with I this think... one but yeah. um i did do some manipulating uh like dodging and burning yeah. mm-hmm. with some of it to kind of help it out um because it was pretty underexposed but is it still i mean <clears throat> so you're shooting wide open and it's like st- still really sharp though i can imagine with the iso being like yeah yeah 12 it's like yeah there's i can't no, even wrap my head around that I've there's never... like no grain well that photo i took of you uh you had like a bug on oh your finger, yeah okay like right on top of that uh the parking garage 
Um, that was kind of where you started with that. Yeah, I I had uh, at the beginning of the the pandemic. I guess when everyone else was buying fucking guns and ammo, I <laughs> I, I was buying like rolls, hundred yeah. foot rolls of like film, just to have it, um, make sure that I had something. Yeah, um, and that was one of the rolls <clears throat> that I got, and I just it's really contrasty and it's um, super sharp. Like they almost look digital. A yeah, bit I mean it's like tack sharp. It. Yeah, I love that though with the contrast, and I think that's something that works really well in this photo is. Um. Yeah, it just looks like almost I don't know shiny or something, and not that's not what I'm like water almost, you know. Yeah, like uh, for me, the reason I uh like this film is it has a very like ethereal, like mm-hmm. like like when you take a picture, it's like a you can it has more of like a dreamy feel mm-hmm. to it yeah kind of like maybe. like it, it it flows like the the bokeh or bokeh or Boca. whatever the fuck it is i don't yeah. know yeah people yeah. love that though yeah um like a lot of the time you can see like with the grain in the mm-hmm. back like you see like that's what makes it interesting with some photos like with this one it seems like it um since there's no grain it just kind of like everything just kind of like flows mm-hmm. together in the background and it's it's I think for that reason, it's really cool. And that's why I like to use it like with wide open um, yeah. lenses. Cause normally with a wide open lens, like if you're using like a, an era appropriate mm-hmm. lens with like, like with my camera was like the Nikon or the Nikkor five mm-hmm. centimeter 1.4. Okay. Damn. It's less sharp than um, like wide open. Mm-hmm. And then with this new lens that I have, uh, which is the Voigtlander um, <clears throat> Nocton 50 millimeter, um, it's new glass. I think the camera or the lens was made in um, earlier 2000s. Okay, that's that bigger guy. Yeah, yeah, and it has like all the new coatings and all that stuff, and it's it's just really sharp in every f stop. But mm-hmm. I think if you were using like an older lens, like I should use that lens because mm-hmm. um, it has more of a glow to yeah. it. I, yeah, I've, I've, I've noticed, noticed that. that. Yeah. yeah, especially wide open like that. But with that film, that would make it look even more dreamy, I would think. Mm-hmm. Like, that might be fun Yeah, to try out in the future. And that way I get some use out of that lens too. Yeah. It just kind of sits and it's kind of a shame. But No, I get that though. That's, I guess, yeah, something I didn't consider with yeah the ISO being that low and also having it be that sharp like that yeah 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 it's a cool film stock but i thought it just kind of fit really well with like the dreamy it oh it's kind of corny but it made me think like i was like what i like to do like when i'm doing these photo trips is uh i pick like a musician that i think kind of fits the mood mm-hmm. and then i try to like like this i was listening to um jackson c frank and oh, just nice. depressing shit yeah but it was like but it like in my mind like when i'm listening to that music it's kind of a dreamy but like in a like a, a like a nightmarish kind of like not yeah. necessarily nightmare but just like a, a bad dream that, yeah you know, that you're having unnerving there. yeah with like the overcast and the um, um just the how the film looks to me like i don't know i just thought it 
all worked out good as like a like a a photo to fit like a Jackson seat, right? So totally, yeah. I mean, to set the tone for just getting in that headspace to shoot like that yeah. too. Yeah, I think that's always super helpful. Well, it's kind of a. I mean, the reason that I think a big driving force for a lot of people who shoot with or just take pictures is like mm-hmm. either. I think like, especially with film, like yeah. nostalgia is, mm-hmm. is a big thing <clears throat> for a lot of people. Yeah. And, uh, just that, like that spot being where it, like where it is, it's mm-hmm. just kind of a weird spot. And I've always remembered it as like a kid just driving by it. We never stopped by it when I was a kid, but mm-hmm. like, there's like a, um, it's a Pronto gas station. So they have yeah. like the, the dinosaur in the front and everything oh, like that. And mm-hmm. like, I just remember seeing that growing up and, uh, just thinking it was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> just like the, the dinosaur, just mm-hmm. especially they didn't care about the gas station, but, um, totally you know, for the motel, but, um, you know, building a narrative out of, and it's not necessarily like false narrative, but like you using those aspects to like project to other people, how yeah. you see or what your past was. I think it's like a powerful yeah. tool, especially and when you when you're thinking in that way, and when all those aspects are working together. I think that's something, you know, anybody can use, whether it's for any art form, mm-hmm. for sure. And I think the way that I look at it too is, uh, um, like, I'm with the photography is like I'm trying to. It might be like a small feeling or like just a small mm-hmm. little memory or whatever of mine but i'm just like taking that small thing and just like amplifying it and mm-hmm. like with visuals like i think you see a photo and um usually you'll feel something or mm-hmm. you know what i mean like like if you see something in uh like a well-done photo especially mm-hmm. i'm not saying like my stuff is you know well done. super well done but it's it's uh I feel something with it. So I'm proud of, you know, what I put out. But, um, um, yeah, it's just about, for me, it's about amplifying the, whatever I was feeling at the time, like trying to like make sure the end result portrays Mm -hmm. that feeling that I had when I totally, I think I've tried to describe that feeling in the past when we've talked, just like musing, whether it's, I mean, in this instance, it's the camera to look out at the world mm-hmm. and I'm being reactive and interacting with that. And that is actually what's going on inside. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm like saying that properly, but yeah, I'm using this lens to look inward in a way, which is kind of strange or a weird way to, to I guess, think about that. But when we're discussing like yeah use amplifying that feeling or something that that's yeah. just like what came to mind for me is just like using yeah for us in this moment like yeah. our photography to like highlight these moments especially after a year like last year where i feel like time has become that's irrelevant, irrelevant. <laughs> yeah it's just like hard to piece together like there's no like time stamps on anything really, you know, like yeah. as far as like holidays or 
driving home to see whoever you know like yeah. stopping in this place or that place and so i think yeah more than ever now i think it's important to yeah use that as a tool for sure yeah it's almost a struggle sometimes to be able to like hold on like have that feeling and then just stay in that moment you know what i mean mm-hmm. because a lot of the times it's like it's not like really repressing you know the feeling or whatever yeah. but like even if it's like a not great feeling that you're having about it i think mm-hmm. it's important to for me anyway like to use like photography for me to use this almost like a therapeutic mm-hmm. thing to like uh force myself sometimes to continue feeling that even mm-hmm. if it's not a great feeling it really yeah. like brings back something that you're just like ah oh, fuck no 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 no, yeah. no you know yeah something that normally like if you're taking a shower and you have that those mm-hmm. shower thoughts where you're just mm-hmm. like ah yeah <laughs> nope nope <laughs> not today i'm having a good day i'm, I'm gonna drink some coffee <laughs> and not think about this but um especially and that's i think why um like these trips where I take mm-hmm. by myself. I think the stuff that I get that I think is good in my eyes is when I'm completely alone trying to figure out like what the the story was is behind yeah. or like creating like you said like creating a story like yeah. behind like why this car is rotting mm-hmm. in a cornfield, <laughs> you know, yeah. like like why is this in the middle of you know, this, this empty lot, you Mm -hmm. know, and that's it. Yeah. I think as far as like, yeah, childhood stuff or like you're talking about like making this, those small bits of nostalgia, like bigger. And it also gives you like a form of control to like, not necessarily rewrite that, but kind of define what that means to you and, Mm -hmm. and grow as like an adult rather than like repress it. Yeah. (laughs) Or which, is just bury it without yeah. all and and then you won't have to deal with it for long you'll just die <laughs> you'll die and then you don't have to deal with it yeah but i think that's just an important practice for sure to to keep growing as like an artist and understanding yourself better and you know using as a tool just like you would that film speed or anything else yeah. you know i mean it's yeah the the magic of like taking a feeling and turning it into something like physical and like mm-hmm. tactile is like, yeah. Whether it's yeah, photography I mean, or think, anything else yeah, or painting or, yeah. or anything. Interpretive dance. Kind interpretive of, dance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess. Speaking of interpretive dance. <laughs> I saw this meme the other day. <laughs> you can watch me and Ben's interpretive dance YouTube channel. Yeah. Tapping. We're doing pretty good. I mean, 20s. we got like five followers, and it's uh, it's all of our families, family, and they're all they're all calling us names. Yeah, just <laughs> in the comment section, screaming at us. Yeah, like you're saying things like funny little quirky things, like you're out of the will, or uh, it's like I I knew it. I always knew it. I always knew. I don't know what that means. I can't. <laughs> but thanks, yeah. Dad. That's for that. That's like a the. Most communication I've had with my dad in a long time. <laughs> it's him insulting me. In, insulting comments on my YouTube yeah. channel. On a video of me crying. It's just <laughs> moving my hips around. <laughs> so when you were hanging out with your mommy, 
<laughs> hey, Tyler's mom, is it okay if he talks about his photo now? Okay. Oh, it, it is? Okay, good. Um, so this photo that you took, <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> Give us a little rundown. A little rundown. Yeah. Um, no surprise here, but... Mm, no surprise here, but uh, yeah, my my mom was also with me during <laughs> my photo of, that I chose this week. All three of these, well, yeah, all three of these were unintentionally. My mom was involved. <laughs> <laughs> now, just yeah, going off the theme of like, mine was also like kind of on the way home for me too. Um, my grandma used to take me to Elvis impersonators. Like she was like a big Elvis fan. We like took a trip down to Georgia for a wedding, and I would guess that we saw f- five to ten Elvis impersonators. Mm-hmm. Um, we like stopped in Graceland. I saw his birthplace, where he died, the the silver toilet. Oh, it was no, the actual toilet? The actual, no, I actually, I don't think I saw that, but oh. um, I do remember that's a bit, was a big takeaway for me. It was like, he died, he died on the shitter. Yeah, yeah, he was like way backed up. Yeah. Um, pills will get you, man. Those, will get... <laughs> Those pills will get you. Yeah, it wasn't until like I was an adult that I realized how like pretty sad the whole situation <laughs> was. <Yeah. laughs> well, he did get rich off of the backs of... Yeah, of, of uh, black artists, so fuck them. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> the blues. Yeah. Um, this photo was taken in a community center of a Elvis impersonator, who I did look uh, Joseph Hall. Very fan. Uh, yeah, <laughs> shout out to Joseph Hall. Sorry um, about what I said about Elvis earlier. <laughs> You're great. He didn't mean it. <laughs> um. So yeah, this was like maybe a year or two ago, a couple of falls ago or something, but I was going back to see my mom and this happened to be going on also that weekend. So she asked me, well, do you want to like go do this thing and, and kind of broke it down for me? I hadn't, it'd been like 10 years since my last Elvis impersonator. <laughs> so I was like, didn't anticipate like yeah. shooting this event or anything. It was just like, well, I'll just like roll with it. Yeah, that sounds yeah. really weird. And yeah, and it was. Yeah, <laughs> it did happen to be just Elvis impersonator in like a bingo hall. Just... It was like he was. Uh, yeah, it was literally that. And <laughs> this like dude with a white hat like was following close by the whole time, and I was like kind of confused. And like these mostly like older women were like kind of treating this guy like a celebrity yeah which i found (laughs) very interesting considering he's like performing at a yeah community center um just losing their shit every time he shakes his hips there's yes very much so (laughs) and which uh led to me taking some pretty interesting photos yeah yeah I like didn't plan super well for this, so I essentially pushed my thumb like a stop up, I think to eight hundred, and then just like cranked her wide open, and and there's like these spotlights going up to him, so 
it kind of worked out in this way that I like got the silhouettes of all these like screaming old women <laughs> and and uh they turn out really beautiful this is like one of my favorite like small series that I've ever done and it kind of started from me just wanting to hang out with my grandma and my <laughs> yeah, mom yeah. which uh yeah this is third episode in a row so shout out to my mom for uh being a huge inspiration to me <laughs> shout out to judy shout out to judy big j big j big j um yeah so just going off of what you were talking about as far as like really lifting up some like a nostalgic feeling that was like uh so hyper mm-hmm. situational and just I actually got some really nice photos of like my mom and my grandma together and just using this situation again like we talked about last time is like an opportunity rather than kind of like I wasn't like super excited to see <laughs> yeah. a, Elvis, a impersonator. Elvis impersonator at 27 28 yeah but it ended up being yeah an incredible experience yeah (laughs) one for the books yeah (laughs) um you should make like a um like a book of the photos and like uh name it like like photos to look at while you shit (laughs) (laughs) a a bathroom a a bathroom (laughs) yeah photo book yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, so just, I guess, going off of, yeah, the nostalgic feel, that their nostalgia train, it was, uh, yeah, it's such a, just a small snapshot of, like, how I felt when I was, mm-hmm. like, 15 or 16 on that trip again, and I, now looking at these photos can, I mean, just reflect on, I mean, I see, like, an experience I had with my grandma in these photos, and... Mm-hmm. And I think that's was just like a big takeaway for me to. Well, there's a lot of layers too. I mean, mm-hmm. there's of like nostalgia and looking back, like you're, mm-hmm. like you said, like looking back to when you were like 16. Yeah. And doing this, like your, your mom, like taking pictures of your mom and your grandma mm-hmm. at this thing, you know, like that's something I'm sure you're going to cherish and, and they'll cherish, you know? Yeah, totally. And, uh, um, also the nostalgia for all those, those (laughs) horny old ladies (laughs) 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 throwing their underwear to Elvis and person there. They're like, Oh, it's like the fifties again, which he was like pretty decent as far as, all this impersonators go you know he was in my top five <laughs> <laughs> at least <laughs> at least i think once i totally once i got there once i was like in that space it kind of dawned on me that this is like everything i want to shoot you know yeah, like all yeah. the weirdness in there in general just of like a mm-hmm. community center for like a small southwest yeah. iowan community center mixed with this weird you know like fandom yeah like type thing um you find yourself in a lot of the, like with the bigfoot convention that you went to that's i think we should go to that i, I would again. love to document that again in the future that was like kind of one of my first ones that i really loved yeah and this was totally an extension of that yeah um just like these i guess fringe events type of thing yeah. that like people are really passionate about i find interesting because it makes me 
passion about what you know i want to share their excitement also yeah. and i think it's just like such an organic space to be in when you can like really appreciate yeah yeah <laughs> or find see people that are like really loving what they're doing and the combination of the people at this event like being so present and engaged with this this performer combined with like yeah just makes me more present in the moment and able to yeah document this space and and get what you're saying like kind of redefining those memories that I couldn't take when I was 16 and yeah, then yeah and kind of tilting them in a way that is like digestible for me now to you know communicate to other people yeah and yeah. Um, that's I think just such an exciting part of photography from for I mean both of us from what we've you've talked about mm -hmm. earlier and and yeah the way we yeah use photography right now so yeah and uh that's something i want to get back to doing like i've i feel like i've not really lost motivation to take pictures like i always want to like go out and take pictures but it's it's more of a even with everything that's going on it's just like it kills the inspiration to to like try to portray like a feeling or something mm -hmm. like that you know because it's like it's it, you're so I, I, it's probably because we've been so overloaded mm -hmm. with and it's not the year it's just like this this space and time that like it's gonna keep going you know yeah. for a while and it's just like like it's very optimistic to say like oh maybe by the end of next year we can <laughs> yeah you know, round things normal, out but... or whatever normal is yeah and yeah. i think we've just been just charged with all this like trauma that it's like and in the contrast of that is that we're watching it on tv you know and, yeah, like it's, the whole it's in your face all the time and yeah. like with like taking breaks from like social media mm -hmm. and it's like this stuff's important to see but also like being over like filled with this stuff is just fucking soul crushing and it's yeah. and just to just to see like it's not like the photos that i take generally aren't like fucking happy-go-lucky you know yeah. like there's not a lot of i don't take a lot of humorous photos mm -hmm. um or um like they're some of them are kind of i wouldn't say dark but just like dark comedy darker maybe yeah yeah i guess yeah. If this was a netflix netflix genre i would i would maybe put it as like dark uh comedy yeah futuristic yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh um it's i don't know it's like it's not what i i don't know where i was going with that um yeah it's 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 gonna be a challenge to get the get those feelings back like start feeling that about um like my photography i guess i think is it's what's been my problem is uh there's no mile markers like we said there's not like i mean the small trips i've taken i mean i can count on like one hand how many times i've been out of town this year probably yeah and, yeah and that's not like an excuse not to like take photos necessarily but i think when i've 
you know, trained ourselves for mm -hmm. X amount of years to like go to it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like I definitely have not been to like at Elvis in person here for the last year or like looking for those things mm -hmm. for X amount of time and then going into a year like this where we're, yeah, having to like really look inward in a way that I don't think many of us have before. I think that's just like not, I don't know, I'm sure some photographers have like thrived in that space, but yeah, for me, and it sounds like yeah, you as yeah. well, it's just like been difficult to re refocus energy in a way or in, yeah. Um, yeah. So I feel like this, this episode that we've just recorded masterfully, it was, this beautiful is beautiful. Work. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful work by both yeah of us. we didn't spend it. Just pat half ourselves an hour. on the back for a second. Like we did great. Looking back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah. But it's a uh, um like talking about um these photos, and it's not just today, but like before too, it's it's making me not something that I forgot, but I kinda like pushed back is like it the importance of um, feeling something for these photographs and like the importance of like trying to portray that and uh... going off of that I I was looking at this it's a book by um, Mary Oliver um, like one of my favorite poets but it's uh, photographs that her partner took um, Molly Malone Cook and it's just like um she she owned a bookstore her partner did and she was also a photographer and it's like just this small little quip she has of uh it's like a photograph of uh walker evans just like kind of looking you know like a little bit bleak here yeah. and she she writes about evans is evans appeared like a man who expected nothing was slightly bewildered and found it hard to smile because he knew what was about to happen around the next corner and it ne wasn't necessarily good <laughs> yeah, that's good <laughs> and i yeah i think that's just like interesting when we're talking about like this type of stuff of just like walker evans just like frame of mind when he was doing a lot of his stuff too especially yeah. during in like the 60s and stuff like that yeah. and just be able to apply not necessarily that like ne not the 60s this would have been like 67 oh gotcha okay but just like not using that like nihilism necessarily yeah. but um using that to like fuel photography for you know yeah. moments like this mm -hmm. um so when it is you know beautiful and everything's normal again and we're going yeah. to all the elvis impersonators and bigfoot conferences yeah, and yeah. <laughs> that uh yeah we can you know be prepared for that and be prepared for this type of thing to happen again just like i have to get darker than the world is right now and it's, it's pretty bleak <laughs> oh god it's pretty bleak <laughs> How can I show people I'm really yeah. sad when everybody's really <laughs> sad? <laughs> this is <emotional>. so... <sighs> Their sadness makes me happy. It's Their tears fuel me as a, as a human being. <laughs> you hear that, folks? Ben if you want to fuel... <laughs> 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 and 
And I think that uh, wraps things up nicely today. <laughs> um, yeah, go check out our YouTube channel, our tap dancing YouTube <laughs> channel, and our new crime podcast <laughs> that took up the first half of this. Yeah. <laughs> this the, t- the tap dancing is part of it because that's what I do before. I... <laughs> and also how we communicate with our dads yeah via the, the comment section yeah. in the youtube videos yeah um <laughs> well i hope you enjoyed this little trip down memory lane that me and ben took <laughs> why you gotta make it weird yeah <laughs> trip down memory lane yeah this this was out of control but um <laughs> hopefully here shortly no who cares no <laughs> <laughs> enjoy <shit>. the podcast <laughs> or don't or don't whatever does anything really matter nothing i think nothing what matters. We nostalgia is the only the only fuel that we <laughs> have left in that yeah. nothing matters yeah nothing matters we're, we're talking about art in a world that's on fire you yeah. know like like who gives yeah. a shit really <laughs> I'm just trying hashtag to Hashtag so true Hashtag How? Hashtag Hashtag fuck my life Right guys 